And we're five, four, three, two, one. And we're recording on the Nobody's Famous podcast. We're finally back again on episode 11. And this time, we're with a character who's larger than life. Wow. <laughs> really, larger than life. Julian Nursi. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Radio Al-Urdun. Hello, sahla. Hello, sahla. Julian, do we want to start with um, you talking about, about yourself? Or do you want me to ask you something specific? Do you want to give us a background? Because what I noticed is um, we just jump into topics. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, true. There's no and structure. then it's like one hour later and the guest <laughs> isn't even like been introduced. So, um, you know. So how did you start? How did you start your career? So um, I finished university from Lebanon. And I came back to Jordan and there are no, like, you know, Lebanon is fun and parties and, you know, out going out and stuff. So I went back to Jordan and there's nothing going on. So I realized that if I go to a party and I'm happy in a party, everyone else is happy. So I decided to start um, my new event, my own event. And I was lucky working with wow, a great that, man. That's how you realized that I need to start, yeah, wow. but it became a job. I started doing like parties okay. for me and my friend um, in Jordan. I was lucky to be working with a great man. He was uh, an older man, but he really understood uh, what I'm talking about, about uh, uh, tourism, a creative economy, uh, doing events and um, uh, parties, either event parties or even events like cultural events, uh, bands and all of this. Uh, so uh, I started like me, my friends, my cousins coming to a to the parties, uh, we used to take over a place that wasn't working on weekends. We take the door, we charge. It's not charge. We called it contribution. Uh -huh. So people would your name needs to be contribution. Between quotations. <laughs> yeah, because I need to pay. We need to pay for the DJ, for the light, for the sound, yeah, for the visuals. Yeah, of course, of course. Right. Yeah. So basically, and maybe some shoes here and there. Uh, not a big fan two. of shoes. No, no, maybe yeah, yeah. Travel around and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Your contributions. <laughs> this is where they have went. No, but it was like um, twenty-five dirhams. Okay. Entrance. That's not bad. Contribution. Hams denanir, yeah. Eh, ah. Exactly. Ah, mashi. Eh, but then started sabble. Ten US dollars. Yeah. So, um, but your name has to be on the guest list to Aha. pay. And go in. Exclusive. Exclusive. Ah, so, so, <laughs> so funny. You, you get your name on the guest list, but you still have to pay. No, you don't pay. It's a contribution. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did I mention that Julian is a very convincing person? Me? Very yeah. persuasive. Oh, you're convinced then? I mean, convinced. If I do a party, you will, you, you'll contribute. <laughs> I did, actually. Oh, yeah, you did. Actually, did. yeah. For yeah. three years. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. been to her event. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Please continue. So, and then, uh, so these, uh, so the part, of the we take the place, and we used to party for free in a way. Um, so five, five JDs, uh, twenty-five dirhams. Uh, like, I, I took maybe like seven dirhams. The DJ will take seven dirhams, and the light and sound. I used to get my own light and sound, because unfortunately, many places around the world, not just I realized it, even in Toronto now. The sound system is really bad and 
and the lighting as well. Lighting is very mm. important. Like even if you're reading and the lighting is not that great, you, you, feel... you mean you mean house lights and house in the venue itself? Yes, okay. uh, I mean they had really like not very good lights and stuff. So I used to get my own lights and sound, and I used to go get the DVDs for one JD from like uh, the downtown and put uh, Japanese manga as a background because it's very active and stuff. Mm, okay. So oh, interesting. Yeah. So then um, um, in 2003, because I used to work in tourism for two years, then I said, why don't we do stuff like we used to, in Jordan, we used to do only events for like tourists that are 70 year old plus that are like, you know, the, we used to do them parties in Wadiram, a belly dancer and stuff. And I said, why don't we do this for the youth in the low season in July? Mm -hmm. Because... The heat in Wadiram and Jordan is nothing compared to other places. Um, so then I did this part, in uh, 2003, I got my friends from Lebanon. They were DJs and a bongo player. And we were like 350 people. We partied. I took pictures. Nice. Pictures. You took pictures? Yeah. Was that, was that a thing? Yeah, it was a thing because there weren't any mobile pictures. You can't take pictures in your mobile. So I actually got professional photography and it was a big thing. Yeah. And I built a website. Actually, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And I oh. built a website. And then now the challenge was to get a big DJ. Mm -hmm. Oh, who's going to come to Jordan, you know, in the middle of, you know, the desert And back then, none of the big art, uh, DJs came to the region even, not even to Lebanon, not even to yes, UAE. So um, I, I started, you know, connecting with friends and uh, Lebanon, especially there was a forum called Lebanese Ravers. And they were all like, you know, party yeah, people. I can imagine that bunch of people. Yeah, it was yeah. a smiley, yellow smiley face. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's how they have their meetings, you know. Let's yeah. meet, guys. But it Hi, was, how but, are you? But we had a how's forum. <laughs> we had a forum in 2003 okay. and I was a moderator. Uh -huh. And we started, you know, telling people about the music and how it is. And, you know, like the electronic music in specific. Because people said, oh, DJ, what? Cassette? You put the cassette, you play, you stop. Same cassette every day, every day. <laughs> Yeah, people didn't Is know that like the Jordanian impression. Lebanese, Jordanian, Middle Eastern. <laughs> you put the cassette and you play, and yeah. then we. Yeah, so one one lady once she came to the event, she didn't know about the music, and she was telling my friend. Oh, what is this same cassette, same cassette, same cassette, repeat, 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 <laughs> cassette, and the DJ was playing on LPs, on oh, wow. on records. Okay. So it was like oh, cassette. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then anyway, so in, so I took pictures, made a website, did business cards called, you know, Julian Nursi, event manager. Manager. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Self-proclaimed yeah. event manager. And, and then <laughs> I was working with, I was telling you, with Zayd Qsus, and um, he had a vision about tourism and about Jordan and all of this. And it was a group, it's a group of restaurants and outside catering in Jordan as mm -hmm. well. It still exists. So um, the cater I saw they had catering. So we have catering. I work with them. They have catering. So they have the, you know, the food, the drinks, the economies of scale, you know, all of this. And low season hotels in Aqaba in the, in the south in Jordan are very low. So hungry for work. Exactly. And then I went to London to visit a friend of mine. <laughs> and, you know, we were dancing and stuff. John Digweed was playing. And then my friend was like, oh, come, come. I know where um, John leaves. And it was a... a we. John leaves? Uh, lives. Yeah, leaves. 
the, the club. Ah, okay. The backstage, basically. Uh -huh. oh, It was okay. from another. So I went there with my curly hair. I looked the same. <laughs> with my curly hair, running to him. I was like, hi, John. How are you? My name is Julian, and I'm from Jordan. Do you know Jordan? And I gave him my business card. So he's like, yeah, I know Jordan. I was like, have you been there? And then his security guards came. And, you know, I'm short. So <laughs> and he's like, guys, can you back off? Can you, can't you see we're having a decent conversation over here? So we actually had... Little did he know. Yeah, <laughs> little did he, yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm trying to contact your agent and no one's answering me. Of course, who's going to answer me? Like, hi, my name is Julian. I'm doing a party in the desert. I have no history. I have some yeah. pictures, nothing. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay, I'll make sure that my agent will contact you. Oh. And then this, the same trip, that was 2004, actually, be, beginning of the year. Uh, the same trip, I went to Belgium um, with a friend of mine and we went to Amsterdam. Um, we went to Amsterdam, we had some food and I'm like, oh, let's go. You know, I'm so tired. You know, you're in Amsterdam, tired. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, <Okay. laughs> we ended up in a club. I don't know how. We ended up drinking champagne with strawberries Very and nice. talking to like the DJ that was there who knew Ferry Corsten. So anyways, to cut the story short, I came back to London. I went back to London after the Amsterdam, Belgium trip. And then I see an email from Ian, John Digweed's agent. He's like, hi, Julian. Julian, of course, because Julian. people think yes. my name is Julian. I'm a guy. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> anyways, that's another topic. Little side rant there. <laughs> quick rant. Back to story. <laughs> so basically, I saw an email from Ian. Hi, Julian. So basically, uh, John uh, asked me to contact you. Please let us know more about your event in Wadi Rum. And that was February and the event was in July. And then this DJ I met, Martin, uh, DJ Maroon, um, emails me as well and tells me that Ferry is ready to come. So basically all the DJs didn't want to come to the Middle East because they were worried about yeah. the war and all of this stuff. So uh, Ian's wife is from the Philippines and you know there are also uh, rumors about the Philippines that it's not safe and stuff. So they decided to make it. And wow, distant heat with Ferry Corsten and he was number three. On, yeah, on he the was DJ number three. Yeah, that's DJ true. List. So, that's true. So from like my friends DJing at a party in 2003 to Ferry Corson in 2004. Wow. So this, I start, people started, you know, coming in from around the region and around, you know, the, the world. And also Jordan Tourism Board helped me out because it's a low season and it was like yeah. part of product development kind of uh, tourism. So they got me RTL, CNN Travel, MTV Benelux. They got me all this media across the years, of course. So Ferry um, came. It was an amazing party. We had 800 people. Wow. 800 is but nothing. Still, but still, yeah, but but still. But, yeah. From nothing to yeah. 800 And then the people. year after, uh, Ferry, uh, Armin van Buren, of course, now I have Ferry Crazy. on my, you know, yeah. on my website. <laughs> and Crazy. then um, basically... And the event was called a Distant Heat, by the way. How did you name it, Distant Heat? I never asked you this. Actually, Hala and uh, Tina and Yazan. Like, I had a group of people around me, Hala. Uh, they were, they came up with the name. And okay. it was amazing because, and even the colors and the red and the Distant Heat. Yeah, I and love the, it. I, lo I love the Yeah, concept. and the terrain and Wadi Rum. If, if no one went to Wadi Rum, they, they're missing yeah, I'll so tell much. You, I'll tell you my story once you're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without the yeah. details, of course. So anyways, in 2005, um, Armin van Buren came with... So Ferry came with his wife. 
Armin van Buren came here with his, now she's his wife, um, uh, his girlfriend, and he came directly from the airport. So, uh, because it wasn't very convenient. So I couldn't, like, John Digweed and Sasha and all these big artists were not able to come because of schedule. Because you need to have two, th three days at least if you want to come to yes, Radinam yes. and it's summer and it's high season. So Armin came and then um, he went back to the Netherlands and he played amazing set and he uh, he had an interview a random interview with dj mag no. and yeah and then he starts the interview with it's midnight and armin is driving through the jordanian desert seeing iraq on the right and saudi arabia on the and on the left he feared the worst you know the prototype of these mm. you know the and then he said i dj'd from one until sunrise and it changed my mind about the middle east You know, we, nice. we see such Im uh, negative images in Europe that clouds our judgment. So I took this, we took we, we, a group of people, like I took this theme and in 2006, I said, distant heat, let me, capital M, capital E, party in peace. And in 2005 as well, and across the years, I had people from all around, people that hate each other normally that would come from different countries, from our neighbors, from everywhere. So... I said, let me party in peace, the slogan and all this media were coming and stuff. And guess what? Two weeks before distant heat, Israel hit Lebanon airport. Yeah, I remember that. So this message became and the event became from a party in the desert to a call for peace in the Middle East, like leave us alone, leave the youth alone and stuff. So and then. You know, I had even, uh, I had Marcus Schulz that year, I think. I, I lost many people because we were, I lost many people coming to the event yeah. because it was, um, you know, I had many people coming from Lebanon, which they couldn't make it because the borders were closed and it was like, I mean, Lebanese will go anywhere. Burning Man, yes, we will go. You know? <laughs> exactly. Sonar, yes, we will go. Distant heat, yes, yes, we will go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All this money, yeah. yalla, yalla. So I can, I can imagine. Maybe they take yeah. loans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, Armin, and then, and then across the years until like 2010, I hosted, you know, Above and Beyond, Satoshi Tomi, Dave Seaman. Uh, you just skip the years I attended. I, just You want to, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go year by year? No, no, year I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll tell you okay, my Okay, so I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. I forgot which year one. <laughs> okay. So, and then I uh, uh, basically in 2010, um, we stopped it. Um, It became so big and there were issues in the area, not in the area, but like some people didn't like us to do it and stuff. Although it was purely tourism and it was, you know, a PR and it was for Jordan and stuff. Uh, and then I decided, okay, bye-bye Jordan. I'm coming to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> really? That's what, that's what you decided? Yeah. yeah. But you just specifically chose Abu Dhabi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, but the yeah. moral of the story... <laughs> We just break it down into one <laughs> sentence. The moral of the story is, if you ever need to make a party, call Julian Nursi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, th I think that's that's yeah. what we can. I should do, go back and do, to do parties because I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what I what I think is is if if I may. Yeah. Uh, credit is to your success, is 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 your charisma. Oh, thank you. I think you have, I think you have a certain. Um, energy or a certain aura that you project to people that you know yeah things are gonna be all right you know yeah. you have a positive you know why because i'm comfortable with myself i'm comfortable with whatever i say um, i don't regret <laughs> saying like 
many things. My, my friend would look at me and like, really, you said this? Why not? Whoever is not going to take me, I have 4,000 others on Facebook <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But, but this thing about, um, like, you said you don't want to be famous. Why, why, why is that? Um, because, like, fame or, like, being, like, it, it's, it's, you don't, it, you're left with, you're not private anymore. And I'm a, although I'm a very outspoken and everyone knows everything about me, but I'm still a private person. <laughs> yeah, like I want to do it my way, not because I'm famous. I have to do this. I have to be an influencer. You have to do it. They're going to pay me. How much are you going to pay me? I'm an influencer. You know, if I, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh. I'm an influencer. Will you drink Alain water now? Yeah, pay me, pay me. You know, this kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> another rant? That was another rant? <laughs> okay. Now yeah. we see. Now we see. Now we understand. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. uh, I mean, so you, you've never considered it? Consider what? Famous? I mean, I mean, what, like... In what sense? What? I like don't know. A, being someone a minister, who creates a politician or... No, not necessarily. An but artist. Yeah, an artist, maybe. You create content, <clears throat> you know? Yeah, influencer. <laughs> not necessarily you don't have to be like uh, influencers aren't only the people who are famous yeah. if anything they're the most recent category of uh, yeah yeah of you know I we're doing this event and this guy no I'm not gonna do this except if you pay me and mm. and and what's what's wrong with the world what's going on I mean look I mean there is some stuff okay if I'm convinced with these stuff I will talk about them without anyone paying me or anything and I wouldn't talk about stuff if I get paid, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't get paid if I'm not convinced. Yeah, you're just doing for the sake of it. Of yeah. the, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, so moving on to some other subjects. I don't know, like I think there's so uh -oh. many things I wanna ask you. I just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, wh why would you be worried? No, I'm just kidding. I have nothing to hide. Why <laughs> have you nothing to hide? <laughs> no, because I think I think you know I started off the show by saying that you're you're someone who's larger than life, a character who's larger than life, a character, you know, and uh, can you like can you tell me why if I if, I, if I've said that to you now can you can you pinpoint yourself why I've said that why am I larger than life because I I so? love I I have passion I have love I'm a human I don't have these taboos you're a human wait yes back a bit Yes. As opposed to what? As opposed to people are worried that they're humans. They they shut down their, um, you know, their uh, emotions. They they are stuff that they don't talk about because it's aib or something. Or it's human. It's normal. We were we were born barefoot. So why is it well, weird? We were born naked is the right thing to say. But. Yeah, but it's more like I didn't want Alex to work a lot on beep, 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 beep. Yeah, but you can say I naked, I have more stuff right? to say, but I'm not going to say yeah, it. But you can, say, can we say naked? We can say naked, right? Yeah, like we were, yeah, these are like normal. Like why do they show like war and like stuff on TV, but they don't show like a simple kiss? Why? Okay, now, now we can cut the show. <laughs> There's yeah. actually a very, very nice documentary that um, I love. Uh, it's, a, it's called One Giant Leap. Mm -hmm. What about me? A production, One Giant Leap. What about me? And they talk about all of this, like how kids, when they're young, they're oppressed. And they are. And if the kid at school is like not 
performing well and they shut him down. He's not performing well because of his teacher or his parent that is sitting on their, you know, so it's a very, very nice documentary and it talks about, you know, uh, love and passion and people and, and it's a music, it's music. So they go around the world and they record music. So let's say I'm in Jordan and I play the violin so and you are in Lebanon that and you play the percussions. So they you hear what I'm playing and you play simultaneously and they go to other places oh, nice. and gather all these instruments and they, you have artists you have artists like um um what's his name i forgot what's his name faithless okay <laughs> he's, oh, he's on, in the documentary he's in it, yeah. yeah he's he's say, he has one one of the songs hi guys hi guys they want to join they want to join yeah guys oh really okay okay please guys please join Come here. Come on. Are you sure? Why not? You'll inspire me. Hi, guys. We have uh, very beautiful people with us today. Just want to point that out. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, I guess there's going to be a lot of eye rolling here. <laughs> What's your heroic moment? I'm always it's not a heroic moment. More, It's more like this should be by default, human nature, you know? People to be good by default and help others and, you know, and do stuff. Uh, and be selfless rather than selfish. Easier said than done. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't think these, the things that we talked about, are, it's very easy for people to do. Because it's yeah. very easy to, to benefit yourself first. But but again, you need to take care of yourself to be able to take care of others. You know, like if I'm not happy and and I'm depressed and 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 and, then I cannot really reflect and give the energy and the positiveness and help people if I'm not happy. You know, that is true. So, this is actually so, the second time we've heard it on the show. This is not selfish. This is not being selfish. No, it's taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, because for example, like when people are like, say, like you look at yourself in the mirror, or, why do I look like this? Why am I like, you know, my face, my hair, my... Would you say this to your best friend? Well, no, you'd like, like to protect them from that. Yeah, I mean, you, you would, you would. <laughs> you would. You wouldn't tell your friend. You wouldn't tell your friend you're ugly. You are, you know, because many people wake up on the wrong side of the bed and they look at themselves or like they they do stuff to their, their selves that they wouldn't do to their best friend. So, you know, consider yourself like your best friend and be nice to yourself. Very well said, Julian. Yeah. I think I think do you guys want to speak anymore or should I Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap end up. it. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> wrap up. Wrap it up, Alex. Maybe you want to Yeah, I don't Alex. Should I sign off? <laughs> okay. No worries. I wanted to know if you wanted to ask her like <laughs> <laughs> for seven times. Here we go. It's number 8. It's number 8. Zero. Ah, <laughs> zero. Well, uh, thank you Julian for that uh, um, piece of advice and for the time you spent with us and for the lovely ladies with us here. Guest number what? He's number 11. 11. Technically 12, but uh, our devoted fans will know why. <laughs> but uh, yeah. 
she's, she's why talking. who did you scrap <laughs> no we didn't scrap we just had a po- we, 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 yeah. we well okay well you you said it i didn't say it but we had a we we had a we had a pilot episode ah, which okay. we might release at some point ah, if yeah. we become famous yeah yeah <laughs> you know and people get an exclusive all right so guys yeah. uh, i'm gonna sign off um so uh once again guys on the nobody's famous podcast it's been a pleasure hosting you julian uh it's a pleasure thank you for coming on yeah and and entourage uh thank you uh guys don't forget to um watch us on youtube listen to us on podcasts uh, stitcher soundcloud please don't watch while driving you can listen to us while driving make us famous make us famous and you and we'll be with you (laughs) all the way across the night yeah this is the nobody's famous podcast signing off I love your setup. I think, cool, I think huh? Bala, you want so to interview them now. Cool.